Today on the podcast, I want to talk about a really interesting story, which is that Kai-Fu Lee from China has created an LLM startup. Um, they've unveiled some open source models and in the space of, I believe, just this year have reached a valuation of $1 billion. This is a very fascinating story. I'm excited to get into all of this. Before we do that, I wanted to say a big thank you to everyone that has invested into AI Box on our crowdfunding campaign. AIbox is my own software startup, which is a no-code drag-and-drop AI app builder and marketplace that I essentially created because I was frustrated by the lack of um, abilities for creators to have any sort of um, platform that allowed them to link together AI models um, and create, you know, powerful workflows. And so, you know, this is what we're building with AIbox. If you're interested in investing in our project, you can go to republic.com slash AI dash box. I'll leave a link in the show notes to this. Minimum investments are $150 and a maximum investment is $100,000. We've raised $289,000 to date. So really excited, you know, over 200 investors. And so I'm really grateful to everyone that is getting in on this um, at the beginning. I think this is going to be an incredible project that is going to revolutionize the AI space and unlock so much potential and creativity. Um, but let's get into the rest of the podcast. Welcome to the world's number one AI podcast, AI Chat. I'm your host, Jaden Schaefer. Make sure that you go to AIbox.ai, link in the show notes, to join the waitlist for our new AI platform. We're going to be launching an incredible platform that allows you to build anything you want with workflows um, in AI. So you're able to chain together chat GPT and image generators and audio generators to make really powerful apps for your organization, or you can host them on our marketplace and actually generate royalties from them. So make sure to go to AIbox.ai and join the waitlist. In addition, if you like the podcast, if you could do me a massive favor and please leave us a review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. This helps me be able to get better guests on here as they check the reviews to see how you guys are liking it. So if you could please do that, I would really, really appreciate it. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Kai-Fu Lee, who is the tech luminary and author of AI Superpowers, is venturing into new territory with the launch of the A, or it's, it's called the 01.ai. And this is essentially aimed at creating a large language model tailored for the Chinese market. So this move places him, I think, directly in competition with other Chinese tech uh, giants in the race to produce China's answer to open AI. Um, he recently was speaking with a number of publications, and he kind of highlighted the void in China's access to leading AI, uh, AI platforms from OpenAI and Google, which is sparking a huge surge in innovation. He said, I think, um, he said, I think necessity is the mother of innovation, and there's clearly a huge necessity in China. Um, he also talked about the fact that Zero One AI's a very quick trajectory is exemplified by its releasing of uh, their model Yi34B, which is an open source model that operates in both English and Chinese uh, with a uh, with 34 billion parameters. 
despite its smaller size relative to, uh, you know, giants like Falcon's 180 billion and Meta's Lambda, Lama, which is uh, 70 billion, um, Yi, which has a 74 billion, um, has, I think, received the top spot among pre-trained LLMs on Hugging Faces. So Lee, you know, really kind of, I think, talks about the fact that the model's surprising power um, against larger counterparts is impressive. He said, quote, we still believe that larger models, when trained well on a large amount of quality data, will always outperform substantially smaller models of comparable quality and comparable technology. So I think E34B outperforming much larger models is something that we don't usually see. Um, the company's rapid advancement, I think, is partly due to some successful funding rounds. They reached a billion-dollar valuation with backers, including Sinovation Ventures and Alibaba Cloud. Um, it's kind of interesting, right? We're seeing the same thing over in China that we see here in the United States, which is that a lot of these cloud players see how much this is going to be benefiting them. And so, you know, while in the U.S., we have Google Cloud, AWS, and Microsoft Azure making big investments into uh, AI companies over in China, you're seeing that from people like Alibaba Cloud. So Zero One AI's talent pool is, I think, very solid. They have over half of their um, 100 employees being LLM specialists from global and Chinese tech giants. Um, Li's own track record of creating China's AI talent through initiatives like Microsoft Research Asia, which is known as the quote-unquote West Point for AI entrepreneurs, um, I think has really helped the, their whole venture. So the startup isn't just focusing on open source models. It's also planning for commercial viability from, I think, the, the outset. So they're aiming to develop a proprietary model as a bedrock for various applications. However, um, not everything can be you know freely shared due to the high cost involved. Um, so Lee pointed out, quote, we can't open source everything. When we raise a lot of money, most of it will be spent on the GPUs. Zero uh, One AI's proactive measure against U.S. sanctions, including stockpiling GPUs, I think really paid off. Um, so a ton of sanctions have gone into place over the last little while, which essentially banned uh, certain GPUs from getting shipped to China from, you know, primarily from like NVIDIA. I think they're H100s, it might be, or they're not allowed to ship them. But ahead of that, a lot of Chinese companies kind of got the, the insider scoop and they stockpiled a ton of GPUs. And so I think that was the case uh, with Li here. So in any case, um, I think that they have ensured that a supply could last up to 18 months. So the sanctions, while they definitely were challenging for, I think, Chinese companies at the at the moment, um, they've also sparked a lot of innovation within Chinese firms with Li's team pushing their computing resources to the limit to get the most out of them. Looking ahead, Li sees a really clear path to monetization for Zero One AI's um, models. Um, and he says this is essentially fueled by China's abundant product talent and innovation or an innovative mobile internet ecosystem. So he anticipates the company's first app is going to be released within the year. And he's got high hopes um, that they're going to evolve into a very robust ecosystem for developers to easily create applications. Um, in the end, Lee kind of envisions Zero One AI not just as a product of, um, you know, research models, but really as a catalyst for application development and the expansive AI ecosystem. Um, in my opinion, what I think is honestly just incredibly impressive with this company is just the fact that this thing was started um, this year, very recently. This is not an old startup. And, you know, they've been able to create some impressive AI models and they've been able to reach a billion dollar valuation. So it's going to be very interesting to see where uh, and obviously a, a very challenging um, 
environment. You know, in the United States, it's hard just to get your hands on an H100. In China, with, you know, sort of some of the, the bans on technology getting shipped there, that makes it difficult. The Chinese government has their own rules and regulations, which are making it difficult. So I think there's a lot of uh, regulatory hurdles in China. And then, of course, there's sanctions that they also have to deal with. So anything they can create, I think, is impressive. And getting something done so quickly and reaching such high valuation so fast, I think, is definitely very uh, impressive, especially coming from a firm out of China. So definitely an interesting company we'll continue to follow. Thank you for listening to the AI Chat Podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, I'd appreciate it if you rate me wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're looking for an innovative group of AI enthusiasts, make sure you check out our Discord channel and also our Facebook community. It's obviously a lot more interactive than a podcast where we can actually share software tools, prompts that we're using in everyday AI. I'll leave a link for those in the description below. 